Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. I am so excited, so delighted just to be here, to have another opportunity to share on this day. What day? The day that the Lord has made and I am rejoicing and I am glad about it. I don't know about you, but I'm in full agreement with the person who said any day above the dirt is a good day. And I don't know about you, but everything is not perfect in my world, but it's okay. Because I'm above the dirt and whatever I'm dealing with can be dealt with. Whatever is going on, it can get along and I can get along just fine. As long as I'm alive, I am going to give praises to my Lord, to my King, to my God, to my Savior, Jesus Christ, who has kept me, who continues to keep me through it all. So that's how I'm kicking off this episode on this day. I'm just grateful. And so listen, I had to stop what I was doing. <laughs> I've been extremely, extremely busy um, these past few months. There's been a lot going on and I'm, I'm here today just to talk to a few individuals. I know that there are some people out there who will understand and be able to relate to the message that's burning in my heart today. And so I'm going to share it. But before I get into all of that, let me see if I can remember all of the various platforms where this podcast is streaming. It is definitely on Anchor, Spotify, Deezer, Podchaser, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and uh, <laughs> my mind just went blank. Pretty much basically every um, major platform, Spotify, of course, um, that podcast can be um, heard. I probably should go back to, you know, bringing the list with me when I come in my studio closet. But anyway, um, I'm thankful to uh, all of the listeners, my son and I were going through some of the analytics of um, his YouTube channel and my podcast, and we were looking at all of the various countries that we have picked up listeners, and I'm just so grateful for that, even though, you know, most of them, it might be just one or two percent in each country, but hey, Listen, the message is spreading and we'll never know who the individuals are on the other end. But I'm just grateful and I'm, I'm so thankful to God that he's allowed me to do the things that I do, which are quite a few things, you know, for such a time as this. I'm going to talk just a little bit about some of the things that have been going on as usual, 
I'm not going to put you all up in my business because it doesn't even need to be out there like that. I'm just giving God glory and giving the devil a headache at the same time because I'm like Joseph. What you thought you were doing for evil, God has certainly turned it around and he's made it for my good. And so I'm talking to those of you out there who have been in a bit of a struggle. You're dealing with challenges. You're dealing and facing things at this particular point in your life. And maybe like me, you've been through things that have been pressing you on every side like the apostle Paul talked about he said we've been pressed on every side he said we're down but we're not out we're cast away but we're not forsaken he didn't say cast away but we've been cast down we've been struck down but we're not destroyed I don't know about you but that's my testimony today and there's no way that I can continue on this day without giving my God glory and praise and honor because guess what what? It is all because of him. He is the very reason why, as the scripture says, I live and I move and I have my being. There is nothing that I have that he didn't give to me. There is nothing that I can do without him. And I'm so grateful that I know him today. I'm so grateful that as Tasha Leonard Cobb says, he knows my name. I don't know about you. I don't know if you can say that today, but God has definitely shown me over and over and over and over again that yes, daughter, I'm there for you. I'm with you. He woke me up early one morning. I've been waking up wee hours of the morning, like every night. I'm up two, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. And some days I can't go back to sleep. So I get up and go downstairs and I start my mornings early and I'm up and I'm active and I'm, I'm going through my day, just enjoying it. Even listen, even in the midst of a storm, these last few months, I've been in and out of doctor's offices. I've been in and out of physical and occupational therapy. That's right. Guess what, devil? The things that you thought was for, was for evil, God has turned that thing around. I got settlements coming. Things are breaking through. There, th there are things that the devil thought he stole from me and God has restored. I'm in a season of restoration. I was always walking in favor, but my Favor has increased in every area of my life. I still have a few months to go with these uh, therapy sessions and I'm, you know, seeing specialists about a situation that God has it under control. Listen, devil, you keep speaking and you keep thinking that something is going to happen. This was the last challenge and, and the person knows who I'm talking to, so I don't have to be specific. This is the last challenge that Job went through. Satan tried Job in every area. And when he got to his health, Job endured and he endured to the end. And you go read it for yourself. In that 41st and 42nd chapter, it began to turn around for him. And that's where I am in my life right now. Things have already began to turn. There are many prophecies, many promises that the Lord has given me. And I know some of you have received the same. 
But guess what? He's allowed me to have them on tape. I have so many different prophecies from the age of 12 to my late 40s that are recorded on CD for various reasons, from different services, from different meetings that I've had with individuals. The Lord wanted me to know and allowed me to know like Joseph that, listen, I showed you some dreams. I showed you some people that are going to be bowing down to you. I showed you people that you're going to be above. Didn't he say we're the head and not the tail? Didn't he say we're above and not beneath? Didn't he say that he would bless our going out and our coming in? Well, I don't know about you, but that word is true in my life. Yes, there are times when I felt down and out. There were times when I felt like, Lord Jesus, what is going on here? Your word said this, and I'm quoting promises, and why am I going through this? And did I not go through enough? Didn't I go through enough when I lost my mother and my brother? My brother was killed. My mother died unexpectedly of an aneurysm a year before that. Her sister died a few years before that. Aunt Donna and my biological grandfather that I did not even know that he was my biological grandfather died at the same time in 89, I believe it was, a few days apart. A year before mama, uh, Annalisha died of colon cancer. A year after my mother, their mother, my grandmother died um, out in Lancaster. Uh, a year later, Aunt Shirley died. My father's sister, Uncle Joe, was in the hospital having heart surgery. My my first marriage, which was abusive, was going through a lot. We ended up divorcing uh, some years later. Uh, I relocated with my children. Yes, I'm telling it this morning. I'm, I relocated with my children, put them through school. I have two that went through college, graduated. They're grown. They're on their own. They're doing well. They're blessed. They're still being kept. I, I'm homeschooling my 13-year-old. We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot of changes and so much more in between has happened. And so I got to this period where I felt like, wow, I'm like David with rest on every side of me after David defeated all of his enemies. The Bible said, and David had rest. And so now David's in the kingdom and he's a king and he is, you know, the, the king over all of Israel. And then there was a split and, and, and some followed him and some followed, I believe it was Rehoboam. And so all of this stuff is going on, but the Bible says, and David had peace. And so I got to that phase and it lasted, I'm going to say at least over a year, although I was still dealing with some things on the surface, it wasn't an all out battle. And then it just seemed like about Six or seven months ago, all hell started breaking loose. And I'm like, okay, this is new. What's going on, Lord? And so every day I'm getting up to things. And then the Lord, he's so gracious. Excuse me, that's my phone. But um, he's so gracious and he's so merciful that he was allowing me to see what was going on. And not only that, 
He allowed me to have that prophetic word. I would go back sometimes even in the wee hours of the morning and I listen to those prophecies and he would say, remember this? Remember I told you you would do this? Remember I said this? Remember I t-? he had already told me. He had already given me a strategy. In some of those prophecies, I had even received scripture. Oh, go and read um, Isaiah 40, 28 through 31, one person said. People were saying, the pastors and different people, they were like, the Lord says, wealth is your portion. And so you're going to have to fight because the enemy is possessing your land. One lady, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, did not know, these people did not know my circumstances or anything about me. And she prophetically spoke and said, The Lord says that that's your house, daughter. Take authority, take control. Well, at the time, it was not. I was dealing with a lot of stuff where I was and I got up and I chose to leave. I think about three or four different times I walked away from the very property that I'm sitting in this morning. I said, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm not going through all of this. God, you deal with this situation. And he used different situations and circumstances to bring me back. And then he totally turned the situation around. Don't you tell me what my God won't do. So everything that the enemy tried to do, the enemy tried to get me out. The enemy lied. The enemy cheated. The enemy did all kinds of things. Tried to sabotage my name. Tried to smear my name. Tried to set me up in so many different instances. And guess what? As Isaiah 54 and 17 says, the weapon formed, but it did not prosper. Don't you tell me that God's word won't stand. He said forever is his word settled in heaven. It's settled on the earth. We don't just say these things for the sake of saying them. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's not a joke. God didn't just sit there one day and decide, you know, I think I'll write a book of uh, a, a whole library, 66 books. And I'll just put a whole lot of stuff in there that just means nothing. And I'll have people spending their lives going in circles quoting meaningless words and I'll sit back and laugh at them. No, that's that's not how it works. This is the word of God written under the inspiration, inspirited, inspired by the Holy Spirit. And his word is true. His word is truth. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life. He said, if we followed him, if we followed his word, he said, if you be, if you be my disciples, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. A lot of people aren't free today because they don't know the truth. Some people wouldn't know the truth if it bit them. (laughs) And that's the truth. But I'm so glad that I know the truth. I'm so glad that God got me off the path. He got me out of religion. He got me out of all of that that I grew up under. All of those years, he allowed me to see things. And then he started giving me different experiences. And I started meeting different people. And I started hearing different teachings. And I started seeing what was and what was not lining up with the word. So you better believe I learned how to fight 
The apostle Paul said, fight the good fight of faith. I learned how to fight. I learned how to stand on the word. I learned how to stand on those promises. I did what the scriptures instructed in Timothy. Study to show yourself approved unto God, not to man. I'm not looking to get my rewards from anybody on this earth. There isn't anything anybody can do for me above what God can do. And there are, believe it or not, there are people who want to see you fail. There are a lot of people. I'm talking to some people out here. There are a lot of people out here who are jealous of the talents and the gifting and the anointing on some of our lives. And they want to see you fail. And some of them are like Judas, even going behind our backs trying to sell us and trying to trade us off. But read the rest of that story and realize what happened to Judas is the same thing that will happen to our enemies. God chose him. He knew Judas was a devil. And guess what? I don't know about you, but I've chosen some people in my life that I realized was the devil. And you still allow them to hang around. You still allow them to come around acting like they're for you, acting like they love you. But all the while, all they're doing is taking, taking, taking. All they do is want you for you and what you can give them. All they want to do is ride on your anointing and your power. I would be here all day trying to talk about all of the different people and organizations that I have helped, that I have lit my gifts and my talents and given my resources and written checks and given money to and sold my time into all of the various ministries that I have headed up their ministries and built them up and all of the people that I have supported their, their books and their music and all of these things. And there was a time I thought it was in vain. And I was saying, God, why did I do this? Why did I invest so much time? Why did I stay so long in this situation? Why did I let that um, relationship continue on? Why did I continue to help these people? Well, does that the Bible say do good to those who despitefully use you? Tells us don't be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. So I was doing to the best of my ability what I was instructed to do. And I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that we always want to. But it's how it works in the kingdom. God's system is different from the world's. That's why he tells us in Romans 12, 1 and 2, not to be conformed to the ways of this world. I don't know about you, but can you realize, do you realize, are you looking up today to see that we're living in a different time? We're living in a different dispensation. COVID has come and rocked our worlds. There are a lot of people who are not here today. They've succumbed to many illnesses and things that COVID helped take them out of here. There are people that have left here in groves. There are people dying daily. We, we lost so many celebrities and so many people that we watched on the screens, heard on the radio, saw them on the movie screens. They're not here, but glory be to God. I'm here today. If you're listening to this, I don't care if it's the day I record it or after. If you're listening, I get a list of the analytics that tells me when and where my podcasts are being picked up, even after it's recorded. So they are being heard. So 
If you are here today, you're alive. I don't know how well things are for you, but you're alive. And so that means that you still have a chance to fight. Every day that we're here, we have to fight for the promises. I don't know about you, but I'm dispossessing the enemy. God said the land is mine. Hey, he just blessed me with a new truck uh, less than two weeks ago. In fact, Since April, I've had two brand new vehicles. I had my Nissan Versa. It was giving me a lot of problems now. I've had it over three and a half years. Um, The Lord blessed my daughter to bless me with that vehicle. And, you know, I, I kept it, kept it up. It was running good. I did everything that needed to be done. But the car was hit twice. Once a lady just you know, scrape the side of my car coming into my lane. And I actually let her go and saw the next morning, the scrapes and the scratches. But then someone hit me and backed into me while I was driving past in the parking lot. And he really damaged my car with his Tesla where he only got some scrapes. My car was dented in. It affects the, the, the driver's side window. The door couldn't be open. I had a couple mechanics try it. We've tried it. I took it to a friend. Nobody could get this door open. I paid a man out in a parking lot to get some dents and stuff out. And he told me he was sure he could open the door. He couldn't open the door. The car started making some noise. I couldn't get it, you know, inspected because I couldn't open the door. And I struggled with that thing. But it was time to let it go. And so I learned a very valuable lesson. God was saying, I kept saying, you know, I just want to hang on to my car. If anything happens, I always have this as a backup. And so the first deal that I did, I kept my car and I got a a Nissan uh, Leaf, which is an electrical car. Beautiful car. It was in mint condition. The car was perfect. The, The quietest running car I've ever had. And so a couple days after driving it, the battery kept losing charge. And I went back to the dealership. Thank God someone else was sitting in the office and he was like, go ahead and take it to a Nissan dealer and get it diagnosed and we'll pay for it. I'm glad about that because it cost me $193 just to find out that the battery was not good. And they told me to actually do everything that needs to be done and put this battery, this new battery, it's going to run close to $50,000. I said, thank God I'm still under the five day. You can return it for any reason. I took the car back. They were trying to get me to, you know, keep it and, you know, we'll send you up here. And you know what? No, I don't don't have time. I told him I'm going through too much right now to take on another problem. I'm here to get a new car to make things easier, especially going back and forth to my doctor's appointment. So I got rid of that. And two weeks later, went into a dealership that the Lord was putting in my spirit all along. I kept riding past it. I went to several different dealerships in the area and I did not go to that one. And I woke up one day, I was on my way out and then I was going to go back to the other dealer where I test, you know, test drove a Jeep. And this place just kept coming to me. I walked in there and walked out several hours later, hassle-free with the new ride that God had ordained for me. So it's not just a song. The lady sings what God has for me. It is for me. And you need to understand today, there is no devil, no devil 
that can take away or destroy what God has planned for you, especially when you're ready and willing and able to first and foremost trust and believe his promises. And then you got to get up and you got to fight. You got to get up and you got to do the work. And that's what I was doing. Even in the midst of my storm, Guess what, y'all? I'm at the end of my storm. I'm coming out and I'm at a, a level in this storm where things just aren't bothering me anymore. I wake up in the morning and I just start giving God praise. I thank you for waking me up this morning. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So I thank you that I have your joy and your strength to get up and do everything that I need to do. Listen, I just got finished cleaning my carpets downstairs. I got nice, fresh carpets. My house smells like um, essential oils and potpourri. My sunshine, he sent me a... um. A essential oil diffuser for Mother's Day and a gift set with six different lovely smelling fragrances. So I, you know, plug that up downstairs and and I'm, you know, dusting and I'm cleaning. Look, going to have a great dinner today. Then bake some wings and made some greens and some potato salad. So I'm I'm just looking forward to the rest of my day. But I just got to brag on him. I got to tell you how good he is. Because see the devil thought I was going to be in here boo-hooing. He thought he left me for dead like Joseph's brothers. They threw him in that pit. They said, let us sell them off. And they didn't know what became of them. They didn't know that what they were doing was helping God's plan and purpose. Judas didn't know that what he was doing was helping God's plan and purpose. In fact, the scripture said if the devil himself knew what he was doing by having Jesus crucified, he would have never did it. Because guess what, devil? He crushed your head on that cross. You might have bruised his heel, but he crushed your head. And the Bible said he's going to crush his head in our lives shortly. Everything that the Bible says is coming to pass. It's already done, but we're seeing it play out in real time. So I wake up and I'm at peace. I'm not worried about what the enemy is doing. All he's doing is kicking up dust. I'm not worried about the lies he's telling. I'm not worried about the relationships that he sabotaged because they were people who weren't supposed to be in my life. Just like the fire with the Hebrew boys. God allowed everything to be burned up in my life that was not needed for such a time as this. Everything that's in my life, God is sending new people, new ministries, new relationships. I'm getting blessed everywhere I turn. I'm making and divine connections everywhere I turn. I just recently went out to an area. People have been trying to tell me for years about this place. It's out in the Shenandoah um, area, and it's it's a it's quite a drive. But my goodness, it was such a peaceful, uh, scenic drive, and I was noticing all of the trees and the scenery in this area. And it's, there's a lot of other areas. It's like Front Royal and, and different places. We were passing all through these um, areas and they have, oh my gosh, such green um, trees. Their trees look like mountains. 
And I was, you know, we were video recording. We all had our video recorders and stuff. And and I was like, make sure you get this on, you know, my 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 footage. I I need to go back and see this because it just reminded me of what the Garden of Eden was like and what it was intended to be. I've been all up and down my area and various states and 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 I haven't seen anything so green like I've seen out in these valleys. Um, I remember being in the airplane on my way to Arizona. And when we got over Ohio, when I looked down, I saw green everywhere. It was just like farmland. And all you saw was green, like green acres everywhere. And I was reminded that that was what God created for his people. Adam lost it in the garden. But God always created and wanted us to live in paradise. And like Eve, we get deceived. We get tricked. We listen to the wrong voices sometimes. We listen to the voice of the enemy. Sometimes even when we know better. I'm going to leave that right there. Even when we know better, even when we see it, even when God shows it, we listen to the wrong voices and we allow that devil to talk us out of paradise. And then we end up settling for peanuts and we end up settling for less than the promised land. But I don't know about you, but in this season of my life, I'm taking it all back. I've already started. I'm not sitting here talking about what's in the Bible. I'm not sitting here telling you about a fairy tale. I'm not talking about anybody else's life. James Cleveland used to sing that song. I've been in a storm too long. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I'm here to tell you today and I'm here to serve notice to the devil that my morning is here. My M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G is over and my M-O-R-N-I-N-G is here. I'm not weeping. I'm not crying. I'm not mourning over the same thing. I'm not mourning over anybody or anything that's left my life. It was supposed to be that way. It was supposed to go that way. God woke me up one morning and he said, you're in the fire, but I'm right here with you. I'm not going to allow you to be overflowed. He said in in Isaiah, the the, the fire won't kindle you. The waters won't overflow you. The only person that is going to affect is Pharaoh and his army. Those that are pursuing after the children of God. Like I said, this message is not for everybody. It's for those of us that belong to the king. It's for those of us that have held on. It's for those of us that have endured. Those of of us that have sworn to his own hurt and changeth not, as Psalm said. There are a lot of you like me that have been uh, lied on. A lot of you have been disrespected. A lot of you have been left for dead. God is saying this season... You're going to see it all coming back. They're going to come back and they're not going to recognize you. The enemy's not going to recognize you. The work, the anointing, the power, everything that God is putting on you in this season for holding on. He said, I tried you in the furnace of affliction. God said, I already knew who you were. I already knew. He told Satan, he said, have you, have you considered my servant Job? (laughs) 
Have you considered that there's none like him? God knows what's in each and every one of us. And he also, like Joseph, knew what needed to come out of Joseph. So he knew how long his trials needed to be. He knew he needed to go through the dungeon. He knew what he needed to go through. And it's the same for Stephanie. I can't speak for you. God knew what I needed. He knew who needed to be in my life. He knew who needed to be removed. He knew what needed to take place. And I'm telling you, I'm in my season and I'm walking out my season and everything that's supposed to be here is here. All of the right people are here. Even after four, over four or five years, it's been longer than that. I've been dealing with a housing situation and every lawyer has come along and they've given me some advice and they say, oh, do this and do that. But then they kind of leave things off. Well, God meant for it to be that way because now in my season, when it was time for it to break, when it was time for it to happen, he sent the right lawyer. I talked to this man yesterday, a few days ago, and it, it was just like talking to the Lord. It was just like hearing the voice of the Lord. He was consoling me. He was like, you know, Miss Johnson, you've been through a lot. He said, you're a strong woman. And, and I'm so glad that your son has a mother like you fighting for him. I'm so glad that he said, this is like a big puzzle and it's all coming together. And he sat and he listened to me patiently. He said, wow, you told this story so well. He said that I can see it all. He said, and guess what? I know exactly what to do. He said, so you don't have to worry anymore. He said, I'm right here with you. And I'm going to take you through this whole entire process. He said, what I want you to do, look at giving me instructions. Other, the other attorneys, all five of them, they were like, well, you do this and you do that. You call these people and you do that. And, and you know, this, that, and the other. One lady told me she was so incensed about this. She said, I'm going to call the higher ups and I'm going to do what well, she didn't do what she said. And I understand now it's like Joseph interpreting those dreams in a prison, the baker or the butler, whichever one wasn't restored. I think it was the baker that was hanged and the butler forgot. Yeah. When he was back in his position, he was like, Joseph, who Joseph said, remember me? Cause I've, I haven't done anything to be here. Remember me when you get where you need to be. And he forgot Joseph two more years. God said, I've allowed people to forget about you. I've allowed your family to forget about you. They think you're dead, but they don't know that you're on your way to the palace. He said, I've allowed them to forget about you because the time wasn't right just yet. So this attorney was talking to me and he said, these are the documents that I need. He said, send them to me, not you do it. He said, send them to me. He said, I'm going to send you out a postage you know, an envelope with post. I said, Oh, you don't have to do that. I don't mind. I mail stuff all the time. He said, well, no, I have a postage machine here. I don't want you to pay for anything. I don't want you to do anything. He said, what do you need to send? Like 20, 30 documents. I said, maybe around 25. He said, I'll send you postage for 40. He said, send me everything that you think is essential to this. And as soon as I get it, I'm going to work. He said, we're going to handle this. He said, and for the other part of it, I have somebody right in house that's going to help you with the lawsuit and things that need to be done. He said, it is ridiculous that you had to go through so much. And the very people catch this. He said, the very people that were there that were supposed to take care of this did not do their jobs. 
He said, send me every communication, every email. Yes, devil, I'm coming after you. You thought you were pursuing me. Now I'm pursuing you. And there are people, and some of them are big names. Some of these people are big organizations. God said, I'm taking them out. You're worried about the size of Goliath when God has already put the weapons in our hands. Those of us who will stand on his word, those of us that will speak his word, those of us that won't keep cowering like the other Israelites. Oh, you see how big he is? They're hiding from him 40 days. He's out taunting them. And little David showed up, the worshiper as I am, the worshiper, the anointed one that was out there keeping sheep and writing psalms. I have over a hundred. 150 or more songs. Some of them have been recorded, but a lot of them I, I copy wrote them with the Library of Congress. And then I have all kinds of bits and pieces on my recordings. And I have a producer that has all the music and stuff that I need in this season. I was sitting there even in the stronghold like David and I was writing and I was writing about the goodness of the Lord. I wrote a little bit about my struggles, a little bit about the hurt, a little bit about the disappointment, but mostly I talked about how the Lord is my shepherd like David. I shall not want. You might see me like this now, devil. You might think you walk off and left me for dead like Lot and Abraham. A lot thought he took the best from Abraham but when it was all said and done Abraham had the best and not only that Abraham had the favor on his life. That's why he went and rescued Lot with 318 trained men in his house. He went and got Lot when he was in trouble. I had people in my life like that. They were in trouble. I helped them. I rescued them. I fed them. There's somebody in my life I took care of for years. All the illnesses, the surgeries, the ailments, their family members. I was there. I supported. I gave. I spent years of my life sowing, sowing tears, going through a lot of unnecessary stuff, trying to be everything for everybody. God said, time's up, daughter. I'm moving you from all of that. These people are out of my life and I'm not crying. I didn't even cause it to happen. The Lord allowed it to happen. And it's the very foolishness of the individuals that took them out and put them where they are. And they're still lying. They're still trying to sabotage my name. They're still acting like they didn't do the things that they said. God said, I'm giving them just a little bit of time. He said, I'm still winking. God sometimes sits back and he allows the enemy to think, oh, you think you're getting away with it. I'm giving you time and space to repent. Like he said in Revelation, that harlot, that Jezebel, I gave her time and space to repent and she didn't. You better know today, those of you, the very select few that this message is for today, you better understand that God already has a plan. God already knows what he's going to do about your enemies. So when the Bible says they come in one way, but they're fleeing seven ways, you better understand that God already had a plan for Pharaoh. God had a plan for them when they were chasing his people through the wilderness. They thought they were enclosed. The enemy thinks that he has you and I enclosed. God said, I'm about to open up the Red Sea. I'm about to part that Jordan and you're going to walk over on dry land. And all they're going to see is the table spread before you from afar. But he said, you will behold and see the reward of the wicked only with your eyes. There are some people y'all need to stop crying over these people. Okay. 
It happened. It's time to get over it because we're living in the last days and the last hours. The apostle Paul said, admonish a brother once or twice. When you see that they're not walking in the way, you see that they don't want what you have to offer. When you see that they're not really following the Lord and they just want to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. He said, let them go. Let them go. T.D. Jakes and so many other people had uh, messages online through the years. Let it go. You need to learn the art of letting it go. We try to hold on to things. Like I tried to hold on to my Nissan Versa. I wanted to, but God totally upgraded me. He was like, let that thing go. And how many know that when you upgrade, it costs more. You're paying an even higher price. But I'm cracking up laughing because I was telling someone, man, you know, my little verse, I could have put $20, $25 in the tank and I could ride almost all week on that, except for when I'm going really, really far out. I said, this tank is like double, triple. And I, I, I wrote a grievance to my insurance company. I don't have time to get into it. I told them about all of the trouble I was having scheduling my appointments. And, you know, they have all these outdated lists and I'm, I'm not able to do this and that. And it's, it's time consuming and it's adding on to my stress. They called me and said, we're going to assign someone to help you with this. This person has been sending me emails and calling me saying, OK, I called these people. They accept the insurance, this, that, and other. You can get them a call. And she sent me an email and said, hey, look into mileage reimbursement because you get not only reimbursed for your medical appointments, but you have 60 trips that you get um, reimbursed for that are non-medical. Look at God. Did he not say I would take care of you? Did he not say that the cattle on a thousand hills belong to him? The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. I don't have to worry about what the devil is doing. My grandma, my grams, Mary, she used to say the proof is in a pudding. <laughs> it's always going to show up at the end. You're always going to know some people can fool you for a while. You can fool other people. You can lie and make people believe your lies. But God said the, the tongue of every liar shall be stopped. He said all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire. So I don't know about you. But it's definitely time to just be kingdom oriented. People don't want to go. We used to sing this song. If you don't want to go, don't hinder me. I'm not allowing anybody to hinder me. I don't have time to keep talking about the same old, same old, doing the same old, same old, letting people do the same old stuff. Just just the same old character, the same old personality. I got somebody very close in my life that. Every time they need something, they can call and text you as soon. They don't even get through it all the way. As soon as you send those cash apps and do what they asking you to do, all of a sudden they don't get your text. All of a sudden they don't need you. They get a little bit of money coming in like they did last week after I didn't cash app them, told them don't even worry about it. The last one was alone. I said, don't even worry about it. Just do what you need to do. Oh, okay. All right, well, I'm going to send it back to Christian, you know, because, it, but as soon as they got their check, now all of a sudden a week went by. Okay, you done burned that bridge for the final time. You can't come back to me with anything else. I've had enough. I've had enough and I placed it in the Lord's hands. And so in this season, you better understand and you better know. Everything that's out of your life is for a reason. It's for a purpose. I'm bragging on my God today because everything in my life and everybody in my life is meant to be in my life. I met a lady using a restroom in, in McDonald's. She starts talking to me. 
She's from a part in Maryland and we start talking. She gives me her business card and we're both interested in doing what each other does. And I'm not even going to put it out there because it's a business opportunity. And I was telling her like every week now for the next couple months, I'm taking these webinars and all of these things are doing nothing but upgrading my life, upgrading my finances, upgrading my business. Everything in my life is being upgraded. And listen, ladies, I got a message for you out of all of this, too, because a lot of times God is telling us to let go of these men. You know what I'm talking about? He's trying to get us to release the jokers and make room for the kings. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I had enough of fooling with jokers in my life. And all I want is what the king has prepared for me. I'm giving him my everything. I have to get through these next couple months and I have to do what I need to do. But I'm going to enjoy myself on the way. I'm going to enjoy all that the Lord is preparing for me. He anoints my head with oil. My cup is overflowing this morning. I know you hear that on this broadcast. I'm overflowing. I should be tired. I've been up since early this morning. You hear my voice going out, but that's okay. I'm going to just go get a cough drop and I'll be good. I'm going to end this on this note right now. And I want you to have a blessed day. And more importantly, I want you to have a blessed life and I want you to have a blessed season, but it's only going to happen coming into divine alignment with the plan of God for your life. You can't let the devil win a battle that he's already lost. The Bible said he's a defeated foe. And I don't know about you, but he's defeated in my life. There's nothing he can do. The things that are happening has been ordained by God. And I'm coming out, as my Graham said, like pure, beautiful, sparkling, pure gold. And I pray you make that decision on this day as well. You be blessed.